This podcast episode is powered by Afropods, the world's number one podcasting platform for African stories. They are pretenders among us, people who have mastered the ability to hide their pain, failures, struggles, and inadequacies in life. People who have the ability to mask their imperfections through material wealth and careers. In the last 20 years, social media has exploded and incubated these pretenders to grow in number and attitude. But one day in 2016, one of these pretenders broke away. This is his story. Hi and welcome to the show. My name is Jay and this is the Pretender Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to listen to the latest episode of the Pretender Podcast on the AfriPods Network right here in Africa. You can also listen to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts or your favorite podcast network of your choice. If you're listening to me for the very first time, I'm a regular guy podcasting from Southern Africa and sharing my real life experiences. My life is not perfect and neither is yours. I am a believer and a Christian and that's what helps keep me afloat. It doesn't shield me or give me any immunity from the challenges of this life, but I have the greatest treasure in life and that is hope in Christ. When all else fails, that alone is my solid ground to persevere through this life. What is your hope based on? Check out more of my other podcasts and see what I've been through along with some of my guests. Hopefully, you hear why you shouldn't give up in your life, too. I love basketball. Truly, I do. It's the one sport I, I was good at, a sport that for over 20 years I've played with so much passion. I put in the hours, the time, the sacrifice to learn as well as to get really good at it. It's a sport that for over 20 years has given me an opportunity to meet so many people and made lifelong friends in the game. There were times when I couldn't do anything but just play basketball. There have been many times when I've played alone, just shooting the ball, practicing and relieving my stress. There have been times when life has weighed me down and I just go to the court, immerse myself in it, and when I'm on the court, all seems forgotten. I just, for that moment, would lose myself in the flow of the game, in the competition and the intricate details of it. Yet, it has not come without any cost. It has cost me everything from friends, money, broken bones, ligament damage, sore shins, crooked knuckles, and ankles, and fingers. This list doesn't end there. I've had calf strains, pulled my stomach muscles, my hip, had an IT band, uh, which I struggled with for a while, and obviously two ruptured Achilles tendons, the second of which has brought me to this point in my life. All the love I have for basketball has been replaced by pain, by fear, and the concession that it's a wound that time cannot heal. 
I have risen before from this process of pain, this long road of rehabilitation of physiotherapy. I had something to prove every time I had to do it. That I could beat the challenge, that I could be better, and indeed I did. I proved all these pastimes that I could conquer all that was thrown on the road and would still come back to play and enjoy something that I loved so dear. Something I know I can't ever truly replace. But doing it again is not something I'm ready to do. I have nothing more to prove and frankly, I haven't the strength to do it anymore. Make no mistake, I still love the game and I don't know what I would do uh, going forward now that I can't play it anymore. But I'm not a fool. I have counted the cost, I have embraced the pain for too long. But I just feel it has been so one-sided. I have given everything to the game, but I feel like the game hasn't loved me back. And I have nothing left to give it anymore. You see, this latest injury, the surgery, the cost of it, the trauma, and the impact it has had on my wife and my family, is something that I could take before. And I've done it before, the first time it happened on my uh, other foot seven years ago. But this time it's different. It has flawed me and to be honest, allowed me to see that this may not be an accident or a coincidence. There must be a purpose. Though the purpose is still unclear to me, I'm, I'm certain <laughs> it's, it isn't for me to demonstrate that I'm strong or that I can rise above this twice or again. I've been able to see during this time with unclouded eyes what I'm unwilling to go through. And that also makes me willing to let go of what I've loved for 21 years. And I'm okay with it. Not because I'm a quitter or I have no courage, but because I'm, I'm human with feelings, with flaws, with tears, and this experience hurts. From an emotional standpoint, from a physical standpoint, the pain is so real. And now that I have nothing to prove, it's not a pain that I can ignore or shut out like I've done before, or I did before. So I will go through it and I'll embrace it, but it's clear to me that it's not worth it anymore. That doesn't mean I won't play basketball at all after this. I will in some form or way. Uh, my kids are learning the game and still young and I need to teach them. But I can't play competitively as I did before my latest injury. I'm grateful for all the memories as well as the joy that basketball has brought in playing it for me but they are faded in the cloud of pain and the trauma that is now at the front. 
My friend who happens to be my physiotherapist uh, said to me recently that he disagrees with my quitting. He said, you're still young and you know our goals are set to get you back to pre-injury performance. And also, it goes against what we both believe, to never give up or quit. And I don't doubt him or doubt it. We have definitely done this before and we'll certainly give, give it uh, our best shot and we'll get there physically and perhaps even mentally. But my heart is reacting slow. My love has been replaced by recollection of a history of pain that I've endured and I can't do this anymore. I'm sure my Achilles tendons will be fine, but it could be something else, another injury that would bring me to this point again. And therein lies the work that I have before me, a long road of overcoming the brokenness that I have been rendered. A love that has not loved me back. I was looking for a silver lining uh, when I was doing this recording. Um, a reason to turn this podcast into a positive vibe, like a way not to share my melancholy to you. Uh, I searched for a scripture, maybe a story in the Bible that could translate this experience for me. But I couldn't find any. I couldn't quite uh, coax anything that would resonate positively to me or to you. So I decided that this was going to be a, an honest conversation about how I really feel today. No gimmicks, no script. And I think you too know what it's like to be disappointed by the one you love who you've put your time, your heart, and effort into loving. They've hurt you several times, but you never gave up on them. Till one day, they leave you broken. You're wondering whether they loved you at all. It's a love story. A one-sided love story. And it always ends one way. Someone will eventually get hurt. Okay, so after much thought, I did actually find a similar story in the Bible. So this week I was reading in the book of First Kings and the book of First uh, and Second Samuel. It's, it's really the story of David or King David, I must add. Uh, it seems to me that we... Most of us know David from either two angles. Uh, one, the little sweet shepherd boy who defeated the giant Goliath or with a sling. And the, and the second angle being the co-author of many of the Psalms. Those wonderful, joyful Psalms in the Bible. You know, David danced, that kind of thing. <laughs> but but if, you, if you read about David and his quest to be king, I don't think you would envy his life. 
he was faced with setback after setback after setback. He was a man of war who, honestly, when I think of it, lost more than he ever gained from being king. This guy was courageous. He was, he was, he was brutal. I mean, in, in, in his search for why, that's why he's, he's, he's called the Lion of Judah. But there was constant death around him. His children were always revolting or trying to usurp him. His most loyal army commander, Joab, is a great character. Look up Joab, man. He was a, a rogue mercenary most times, but very loyal to David, right? And this guy would go about killing everybody who he perceived was a threat to David, even when, when David didn't know about it. But David loved God, right? His children and his army, he loved them all. And David was destined to be king, right? But man, it cost him everything. I read no time when he was at peace. He was always fighting, running, or mourning. Even on his dying bed, his children were fighting for his throne. Right to the point where he was dying, right? There's Solomon and Adonijah, like, fighting over his throne. Well, he was still alive, right? Wasn't destiny made or meant to be a two-way street for David? It almost seemed to me, reading this story, to be a one-way street. Where David was getting the raw end of the stick, right? I could almost imagine David thinking, or wondering if it was worth it to be chosen for the throne by God. Was the destiny to be king more a burden than a blessing? I'm sure at times he wondered if it was. Now make no mistake, I am no David or even destined to be king, not even close. But I do know a thing or two about setbacks, particularly this year and throughout my time of playing basketball. A journey of pain, loss, and war is not envious at all. And if it was truly his destiny, it was quite apparent through this story that it was not such a smooth or lavish lifestyle that it's made out to be. And I feel like that that's how my journey with basketball has been. It may have been my love, but it hasn't been a smooth ride. I know that it has been worth it for all the joy that I've gotten from it. I'm not bitter or resentful at all, even though I've had these many injuries and unfortunate circumstances in it. In fact, I spend quite some time as I recover watching a lot of basketball. And I'm enjoying it even now. Yep. I still love it. I admit I'm obsessed with basketball. But I'm quite aware that the game hasn't loved me back the same. 
And that's okay. Because loving it has been worth it. And I'm grateful for the many years that I've been able to play before now. And who knows? Maybe my love will one day come round to loving me back. Well, that does it for this episode of the Pretender Podcast. Please continue to send in your feedback on the contact provided in the episode notes. And remember to rate and review my show. And if you don't want to miss an episode, bookmark it on iTunes or follow my show on Afripods, Amazon, and Google Podcasts for Android users. And you will get your notifications every time I post an episode. Thanks for listening. This has been the Pretender Podcast. I'm out. Inaindeshwa na Afripods.